Hi, it's your pal Steamed Hams. Join me every week on the Unforgettable Luncheon as we discuss topics in the nerd world like gaming, comics, cartoons, and whatever else may cross my mind. You can find me on the socials as SteamedHams81 on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find me as the Unforgettable Luncheon on Facebook. And check out Steamed Hams Merchatorium, the link to which will be in the description of this podcast. The Unforgettable Luncheon, nerd comedy at its okayest. We all know the Transformers, robots in disguise, more than meets the eye. But... Did you know there was another transforming robot franchise that predated them by a year? Yes, I'm talking about the GoBots, a brand overshadowed by the Transformers, becoming the Transformers you had at home when you asked your mom for one in the store. What was up with them? Today, we're going to talk about those off-brand Transformers, the GoBots, on the Unforgettable Luncheon. Hi, it's your pal Steamed Hams. I hope you're ready for an unforgettable luncheon. GoBots was a line of transforming toy figures released by Tonka in 1983, predating the more popular Transformers by a year. They were based on Japanese company Poppy's Machine Robo line. Robots that could turn into various machines usually modern and futuristic vehicles, as well as various World War II aircraft. In a move similar to what Hasbro would do with the Transformers, the GoBots were made sentient robots versus human-piloted mecha that like they'd been in Japan. Japan does like their big-ass robots, for some reason. While the early figures were labeled as friendly and enemy, they were given actual names and divided as Guardians and Renegades in the U.S., now, obviously, the lore isn't truly built by the toys. That's where the cartoon comes in. What, you didn't think GoBots had its own 30-minute toy commercial? Come on, it was the 80s. Strap in, it's about to get a bit weird. Challenge of the GoBots premiered in 1984 and ran for two seasons and a movie. Slightly more than Firefly. You see... A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Wait, wrong franchise. Hold on. Jack's notes. And thousands of years ago, in a whole ass other galaxy, on the planet Gobatron, there lived a race of humanoid beings called Go-Beings. Wow. If that's not lazy writing, I don't know what is. And I would know lazy writing. I do it every week. Anyways, for some reason, a terrorist group called the Renegades, led by, get ready for this one, Stron Domez, the Master Renegade, decide to start a civil war on Gobatron. Now, why call them Renegades? I mean, that sounds like a motorcycle gang, like they should be, you know, harassing malt shop owners and... And writing graffiti on, on walls on Gobatron. But no, they're a terrorist organization. But why would they start a civil war? Well, fuck if I know. I mean, like, do they want to start their own planet with blackjack and hookers? Do they not want to pay their Gobot taxes? I mean, 
there's not a whole lot of exposition in these cartoons. Kids don't want deep lore. They come for flashing lights and urge to tell their parents, I want that toy! Now, defending the good Goa beings of Gobatron are the heroic guardians. You know, the good guys. Well, the renegades accidentally hurled a big-ass meteor at Gobatron and did a metric fuckton of damage. You know, basically making the planet damn near unlivable. But instead of going the way of the dinosaurs, the genius inventor XL, the last engineer, oh, they, they just have wonderful names for these characters, uh, decided to take his weird experiments where he replaced parts of his body with robotic parts to the next level. Also, dude totally looked like Ray Spanion from Johnny Quest, cosplaying as Cyborg from Teen Titans. Seriously, look him up. Tell me I'm not. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, he was able to transfer the essences of Go beings into large cyborgs called Go Robotic Machine Men, or Gobotic Machines, or hell, just call them Gobots for brevity's sake. It's right there in the title. The Gobots got another ability after being run through a machine called the Modifier which just proves the last engineer is as lazy as the writers in naming things. Well, this little device gave the Gobots the ability to transform into vehicles. Now my question is, when they were on Gobatron, was there a different kind of vehicle they turned into? Kind of like the Transformers on Cybertron? Which, by the way, at least the Transformers had a good sense to name their planet Cybertron instead of transformia or some bullshit like that you know but also i mean did did they get to pick the vehicle they turned into you know i mean you're at war you might want to be judicious with that you know you might want to just choose wisely you know something useful in a fight like i'm a fighter jet or i'm a tank and then you have i'm a scooter and then Guardians, to battle, and the scooter guy just got blown up. Well, that's a problem. Pleased with himself, the last engineer was about to skedaddle to a prepared workshop nowhere near Gobatron while everyone fought. He was basically going to go to the Winchester, have a pint, and wait for the whole thing to blow over. Well, that plan went to shit because the Master Renegade stole his ride and got the hell out of Dodge. So he instead put himself in suspended animation underground until the fighting was over. I mean, since everyone up top now had Gobot shells, that was going to be a while. Wait, hold up. Everyone? You gave the good guys robot suits to fight the bad guys and not die from the planet falling apart. Who gave the bad guys robot suits? Like, wasn't the idea to stop these guys? Why not just give the good guys robot suits, let them kick the bad guys' asses, and live happily ever after? Who thought that was a good idea? Anyways, the 80s came along, and the Gobots all decide, hey, let's get Earth involved in a fight for our dead planet. So, let's do a quick rundown of the regular characters that were on the show. Uh, You had, on the Guardian side, Leader One. The Leader... Duh. 
na 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 leader na 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 leader one leader one leader one batman i mean leader one okay yes i went a full simpsons joke shut up it's my show i can do what i want okay uh leader one could turn into a fighter jet pretty useful in a fight but then again too in the robot forms they also shot lasers out of their hands so there you go uh, then you had Turbo, who turned into a supercar, uh, and he was kind of like the brawler, and he was more or less Leader One's second in command. You know, kind of a kind of a dope, but a good fighter. You know. Then you had Scooter, the resident inventor, who turned into well, Scooter. You know, useful, I guess. I don't know. But on the Renegade side, you had Psykill, the leader. He turned into a motorcycle. I mean, kind of obvious. But also, it's a children's show and toy line. Why the hell are you going to name the guy Psykill? You know, but then again, we had it easier in the 80s. Uh, You had uh, Crasher, who was the female character on the show, and turned into a supercar just like Turbo. But she also had a cool power to where she could, like, stomp and create an energy thing that would basically just destroy crap, you know, just like create earthquakes and crap. So fun times. Uh, And of course she and turbo usually got paired off with the fights that you always had in the show. Finally, you had copter who turned into, you guessed it, a helicopter. Okay. Back to the show. The Guardian searched for the last engineer on Earth after Turbo got himself damaged during a battle. Well, they instead found the Master Renegade, who looks like bootleg Snake Plissken, by the way. And, of course, he pretends to be the engineer and repairs Turbo to gain their trust. But, of course, obviously he's found out, and the real last engineer is eventually found and teams up with the Guardians. Eventually, the Master uh, Renegade and the Renegades stop being cool to each other, thanks to, well, the last engineer, because he's smart and drove a wedge between them. And Master Renegade runs off and becomes a pain in the ass to both sides of the show, along with, like, Earth's, you know, defense forces. You know, because he's a Renegade, he's going to be a dick. I mean, there's not a whole hell of a lot to the show, as it was a just a 30-minute toy commercial. You know, new characters would rotate through each week besides the, the standard three that you had for each side so that, of course, Tonka could have a new line, uh, a new toy to sell on the line. You know, that's about how it goes. That's how it went in the 80s, you know. You introduced a character in an episode, had a toy. He became popular. He might, might get a couple other appearances. If not, still, he sold. Now, the show itself ended in 1985 after two seasons. It had been overtaken by Transformers at this point. But in one last-ditch effort for relevancy, a movie was released in 1986 called GoBots, Battle of the Rock Lords, which you would think would feature a badass battle of the bands, since it's the 80s, but no. It's transforming robot rocks looking for the GoBots to save their home planet of Quartex from the evil rock lord Magmar who was killing other rock lords to steal power scepters for evil, 
I'm well, I mean, he's a bad guy, so he's not doing it for good. Because if he is, he's going really wrong by killing things. But when I wanted those, I thought there was no killing in the 80s cartoons, yet he's running around mur- straight up murdering guys. The hell? I mean, did we not learn from the outcry of Optimus Prime being killed in a Transformers movie? Oh shit, spoiler alert for an almost 40 year old movie. Optimus Prime dies. I'm sorry, kids. He died. But then they brought him back because Fan Demand said, fuck you. We want our talking truck boy back. But Transformers, that's a story for a whole other time. So the Rock Lords got their own toy line with the release of the movie. But honestly, it didn't go so well. And GoBots went go bye-bye in 1987. Now, in 1991, Hasbro acquired the rights to GoBots from Tonka and folded them into the Transformers universe as kind of like an alternate dimension. So, while there were no new original GoBots toys being released since then, uh, as Bandai owns the rights to the original character molds, updates have been made to some characters with just kind of changing them up a little bit and even inspiring some Transformers characters from the Michael Bay explosion porn movies that were made in the uh, late and mi- late 2000s and early 2010s. Um, you know, such as uh, Crasher being updated as Fracture in the first Transformers film. Uh, in 2018, a comic was released by IDW Comics, who did get a lot of like 80s properties to make into comic continuations of said properties. One of my favorites being Ghostbusters, which the comic did follow an actual honest-to-God continuity that was followed by not only the first two films, but the video game as well. But I think the video game was largely ignored in continuity when Ghostbusters Afterlife came out. Once again, we're getting off topic here. I'm just talking about Ghostbusters, one of my favorite 80s franchises. Uh, Other than that, it's been all quiet on the GoBot front for many decades. Hasbro has uh, applied for a trademark update, so we could be seeing new stuff in, in the next couple of years. You never know. But... There you go. GoBots went from being, you know, the guys that started everything to the Kmart Transformers. One of my favorite lines from uh, Clerks 2. They became the Kmart Transformers. Ah, Kmart. Another relic of the 80s, long gone. I mean, well, they only closed a few years ago, but still. Man, I should do an entire episode on, like, stores from the 80s that are gone. And all you young kids will be like, what's this place? Okay, I'm getting off track again. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's that's always fun, getting off track. Because, you know, why am I not going to do that? It's my show. I can do what I want. Anyways, so, I mean, there's not much in the GoBots topic. I tried, and... The coherent stuff is what I'm telling you. There was so much in there that I'm like, wait, huh? That this contradicts the um how? Why? Um, huh? I mean, you really can't find GoBots on YouTube or anything like that or any streaming services because I checked. 
I wanted to relive nostalgia and also research for this, but I can only find clips, which kind of, boo, come on, Warner Brothers, release it, because we know you own Hanna-Barbera, release GoBots, guys, please, for the love of God, release it. Anyways, that's it for another Unforgettable Luncheon. I hope a good time was had by all. You can find me on the socials, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, otherwise known as X, and YouTube as SteamedHams81, and on Facebook as The Unforgettable Luncheon. Hey, don't forget to check out my merch store, Steamed Hams Merchtorium. The link will be in the description. Now join me next week when the topic will be something nerdy.